Jeremy here. Just before we get into the show, wanted to give an update. We have a new tier on our Patreon. That is the Sheikah supporter tier for $5 or more a month. You get a week early access to episodes as well as getting to pick games that you play alongside us. Each month, people in this tier can pick a game that we'll play. We'll stream it on our Discord for everyone else to see. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We just played the Rogue Hero Ruins of Tassos game, uh, which is this roguelike, Zelda-like game that uh, is very similar to the old Four Swords games. It's very chaotic. It's very, very fun. If you want to join up in that, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. If you can't afford that, we do still have the smaller tier. Just a reminder, people that join in that tier, they get ad-free episodes. They also get access to our side quests episodes, where once a month we record an episode just talking about all the other games that we have been playing. You also get to pick the games that we play in between Zelda games, what we call our Gaiden games, as well as getting a shout-out. If that sounds good to you, once again, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild sign up support us we really appreciate it anyways that's all i have so let's get on with the show hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between and outside. Welcome to a Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. In our last episode, we finished another dungeon. Uh, you know what that means. It's time to go to a tower. Whoop Yay! Uh, so we got our whip, and uh, yes. we can go back to the tower. A uh, ride. Uh <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get in our whip. We got our whip. Let's get in the whip. Marvelous. <laughs> uh, also, last episode, Jonathan was not with us, so let's let's catch up. Oh, Jonathan, how have you been? We've missed you. I, I missed I, I missed it too. I, I, I missed missed all three of you. Uh, it's it's great to be back, and uh, I'd I I I had a I had a good time doing uh, the homework for last week's episode, and um, right I, right. I like the ocean realm. Like I, I like it. It's nice to get that sort of wind wakery sea vibe back. You know, I, I mean, I, I remember when it first came out. Well, well, certainly when Phantom Hourglass came out, I remember genuinely saying it's exact. It looks exactly the same as Wind Waker, but the it's on the DS. Same. You know, it's the exact same. <laughs> this the same is going to be great. <laughs> the same way I said that Metroid Prime Hunters looked exactly the same as Metroid Prime. Wonder uh, one, <laughs> but it's it's always nice to see the bright blue ocean in these games. Mm. Um, there's some lovely little details, like although the... after Phantom Hourglass, I was like, I'm glad I'm on a train track. Like like they're keeping me away from yeah. the water, and that's good for the water. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, there's some lovely little things. Hooting your horn to make the dolphins jump oh, over yeah. your train. Oh, just you don't need that, but we've got it, and it makes everything better. It's absolutely delightful. And occasionally, it gives you, yeah. Occasionally, it gives you a heart. I'm not sure exactly. Like, yeah, I'm not. You do it enough, and one jumps over the track. If you make all of them jump, okay. If you you honk enough, 
I also were. quite like the the uh, everlasting rupee jellyfish that jump yes. out, and if you keep yeah. hitting them, and like, I, I managed them. to get I managed to get three going at once, mm-hmm. um, which was quite fun. And then I spotted a bunny, so I was like, "No, go away, jellyfish! I'm going to shoot this bunny." And I did uh, <laughs> <laughs> after after two weeks ago. I did I did go and like mop up some 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 bunnies around the place uh, to try and uh, to try and get those out. They're they're annoying. They're very. I oh mean, yes, I like, I, I like keeping my eyes out, you know, for them. What but the, then the, the ocean little, rabbits? Yeah, I mean, what are they doing? They just just look like shipwreck survivors because they're just clinging <laughs> onto barrels floating at sea. And you I'm dead. Think, oh, somebody, I'm dead, they Dave. don't need a bomb. They need they need help. They need a raft. Dave, you dead. know, it's um yeah. I mean, I wish that the the little mini game to catch them was less luck based and more skill based. Uh, because it's always annoying if you miss one and you have to travel halfway across a map to, you know, go into a town to make it respawn. There was one, in, certainly in the ocean realm, that I think it was one that was tucked behind the ocean temple that, uh, mm-hmm. for, for some reason, it took me about three or four times uh, to, 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 to get it. I just <laughs> kept on mucking it up. And that's a long way from anywhere to make it respawn. Oh, it's livid. Not happy. Not Pro- happy. Yeah, prop- props to you for attempting it multiple times. Oh, like, I, I just... think I have I have moved on. Like, I put a marker on my map to <laughs> yeah. be like, there was a bunny here. Here's a but carrot. I do yeah. not, I'm not, like, immediately going back to it. I, I like... struggle with, like, I, I, I mark it on my map. But if it's marked on my map, I know it's there. And that's just going to hang over me if I'm playing the game. If I'm not playing the game, I know there's a mark on a map somewhere that, you know, somebody needs to do something about. And it's not like anywhere else is going to do that for me. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I make sure to try and mop up as many bunnies as possible to take to the bunnyman to, to get some, uh, to get ah, some yes, the bunnyman. bits and did bobs it, and stuff. Did anybody hang out with the bunnyman this week? It's only the thing is, is that you only get you, you'll get rupees whenever you go back, mm-hmm. um, and then if you get ten of each, which is what is in the, that's the maximum bunnies in each region, you get a prize. Mm. Um, I know there's something where you can take someone there, but we're not talking about that. Oh. Okay, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. we'll save yeah. that. I but I, I liked I, I yeah I I like the ocean realm I like the fact that Linebeck or Linebeck the third or fourth or fifth or whoever he is 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 Linebeck toi Linebeck the last he's an absolute swine <laughs> uh, is he is he the one in the Wind Waker that does the the, the games with the bombs or is that he was not else? in no no who's that oh, I love the one him. that goes splish He's um, the true hero. That's, that's him. Who he is. He's Sploosh Kaboom. Sploosh Kaboom. Ah, uh, yes, yes. The that hero was a name I floated need. across the table when we were trying to think of a name for my daughter, but um, mm. <laughs> that one didn't get returned, huh? No, no, not no. Not, not allowed. Not legal, apparently. No. Um, I, <laughs> I must say, I, I, the most uh, the most annoying part of the game I've experienced so far did happen in this in that last little bit, which was trying to do the duet with. Corbin, carbon, 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 the, that uh, one, the ocean yeah. sage. There was something about it. I don't know. I just couldn't get the timing right. It was really, just really off. This I, is the, foreshadowing my experience for this episode. It, it was the gap. It was the yeah. gap. And um, that took me several attempts. Mm. I'd, I had to look it up on YouTube just to just to go right. What's what are the actual timings? And I was like, but, I, but I'm sure I'm doing that. I'm sure I'm doing exactly. Just come on. <laughs> when I finally oh. got the carbon one to register, mm. um, that was like that was like a Kaboom! pitch that was way outside, and the ump was like, you know, you got him, and I was like, what? Like, no, are yeah. you kidding me? I threw off on that last one because yeah, exactly. I was like, this is over. They're gonna make me redo it. I've already messed it up, and he was like, no, no, kid, you got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for, the, uh, thanks for the sympathy I'm one on that, that one. I'm glad that was over. I'm glad that was over. I think it was also in one of those villages that you learned the Song of Birds, which I quite uh, I quite enjoyed going around doing some bird-based puzzles. I did go back to Castle Town to get the cu- the cuckoo off the um, the mm-hmm. roof to get oh. some bits and bobs. Okay, um, there's one I can't get, and I gave up. Is I, that like, do? I don't know how to reach this one. It's fine. Yeah, I'm moving yeah. on. Uh, there's, we... Yeah, there's a chest at the far end of Castle Town on a roof that's like not. I don't know, but that's that's. I've gotten, save that I can't for get day. on any of the roofs. 
I've I've been able to get on the the perimeter, but like not the roof of any place. But well, if you go, there's a cuckoo on a roof. So mm-hmm. le- so south of the yep. south of the cuckoo hutch. Yeah. Uh, if you if you if you play if you play the song of birds, then the the cuckoo that's on the roof comes down, and then you can pick of him course. up and run and jump off the off the the ramparts. Um, I was wondering what the song of birds did. It just yeah. Well, see, if you get already... somewhere and there's and there's nothing to do, but you see a bird. Try the song of birds. Let's try the song of birds. That's okay. that's the one. Yeah, um, I had already talked about all that in a previous episode oh. because I used the whirlwind to push the cuckoo off of the. Yes. Oh yeah. You you uh, you mentioned that, and I tried I tried to do that, and I just and I couldn't get it to work. It just wouldn't. Stre- my whirlwind wouldn't go far enough. I didn't. Have you have to. You have. You have to spend extra time because you <laughs> have to bait the cuckoo on one side, scare it off to one, take the long way around. Dude. You know, going up on the on the rampart, yes. then then you blow it off that way. Now you're it, it was language. it was not what they intended. Was it I worth made the time? it work. Was it was it worth? Was it no? Now that I could have just done it with the song, no. Um, we we have thing, to uh, we have to use the whirlwind to blow something else in this episode, right? And I'm pretty sure I did oh, no. not remember we had the whirlwind, mm-hmm. and I used another thing to do it. And it was really dumb of me. Ah, well, if it's stupid but it works, you know what they say? You're still an idiot. I was like, I don't (laughs) think they intended me to do it that way, and I'm a genius. And sitting here now, I'm like, oh, the first item they gave us. I am an idiot. Cool. I think I did a little bit of backtracking when I uh, when I was doing that, and I went and got a couple of couple of stamps that I'd missed out on, so I could go back to Nico and get the shield. I should have so done I, that. I I I did that before I uh, I then I then carried on, and uh, now here we are. That's me. That's me. I'm still alive. Just I've about. got a pretty good uh, uh, track record against like likes. Uh, my percentage oh, I've is, forgotten. is yeah. pretty. Uh, it's pretty. I have a high success rate of keeping my shield. Mm. Um, I get eaten seven times in a <laughs> row. Uh, you're you're gonna lose one of those dice rolls. I uh, yeah. I, I found out during this section that even if you don't break open the pots that have the like likes in them, because you can see that there's a like like in them, they still break open on their own and swallow mm-hmm. you. So I'm just. Not gonna have a shield until I decide to go back to the the main village, the original village, and get that shield <laughs> from Nico. That's... Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I went for a good couple of hours without a shield. I haven't like, gotten one. I haven't gotten another one yet. I just I'm not finished gonna, the episode without one. Them, I'm not gonna let them win this war just because they've eaten my shield. So fine, I'll just. I don't need a shield. I don't need you. Let's talk about what we did in this episode. Uh, we go up into the Spirit Tower. Now, this one was the most frustrating for me in the Spirit Tower so far because we get the return of those little bugs that beep when you get near them and Ooh. summon one of the Dark Nuts at you. Oh, yeah. um, but, and... but, it, but it only really matters for the beginning part. And then we get a really cool power up that uh yes but them. that beginning part <laughs> took me way too long because i kept failing yeah that beginning part that's is super why hard. it's worth bringing up yeah it, it was the the hardest part of the tower uh we have this section where we need to get around them and also they respawn uh and you have we have to swing around this area and we are above them but the only way you can actually like attack them is by like throwing bombs at them other or going all the way over there killing it like stunning it with your boomerang and then going up and sword slashing it then going all the way around and hopefully getting to there before it respawns because when it does that dark nut will appear Mm -hmm. and it can hit you even if you're in mid swing and there's only like one spot in that first room that are there two spots okay yeah well there's technically three spots because the if you go along the top they can see you there when you come down the side, they can see you there. And at the third swing where you land, one immediately sees you because it's in front mm. of the uh, golden thing. Oh, so. I just, I meant that there was only like one safety zone. Oh, yeah. Like, at the oh. beginning of the room. <laughs> and then yeah. maybe, no, there was, I think there was another There's one at the end. top. Yeah. 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 But like basically, except for the one when you walk in the room, there is one safety zone. <laughs> 
Well, here's the thing. So luckily, because we're not losing time when we get hit by this, it's not as big of a deal getting screwed over as it was in Phantom Hourglass, where you would lose time for it. Like, it resets it. And honestly, for me, that is a shortcut rather than running away from the dark knight, hiding, sitting there, waiting for it to be like, where'd it go? I don't know. And then I'm going to go back. Just, just wipe me out, dude. Come on. Let's yeah, get this just over do with. it. It's fine. I'll start. <laughs> just I'll start do over. it, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then after we get that, we'll, we'll go upstairs, do all this. We'll get the third one. Now we have the ability. Uh, Zelda has the ability to transport to where those little bugs are. I'm just going to refer to them as bugs. Mm. Um, and this took me a minute to figure out how I'm supposed to interact with mm. these things. It, it took because... me a minute to think about it because like I, I I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a, that's a cool thing to have. And then I kept going about the room normally. And then I did everything I could possibly do. And I was like, what what's left to do in this room? There's nothing else for me to do. I have no new powers. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to disagree and say that as soon as I as I got this ability, I was like, oh, cool. I know exactly what I'm doing here. Like <laughs> we all learn it differently. <laughs> I I learned something uh, the 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 hard way, um, the really hard way, um, because I I'd, I'd mucked up on I can't even I can't remember exactly what it was, but I mucked up on something, and uh, I I kept on respawning on the other side of the room when I got when I got hit or got got caught. So I thought, right, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to go out of the main entrance and go back in again so that if I get caught, I'll appear at the start point, which is in a safe zone. So it make things much easier. Mm-hmm. If you leave the uh, the tower, uh, or not even the tower, if you just go back to the main the stairwell, yeah. you uh, lose all of the, the tiers and you have to start from scratch. Yeah, sounds Ooh. about right. It's oh, not, like... not what you need. I was so upset. I was so upset. No tears. Did you you get your hand stamped on your way out for a smoke break? Oh, no. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to have to pay the the door fee again, man. Uh, So we didn't say, so the way the mechanic works now is with Zelda is you can, the way you would drag her little icon to tell her which direction you want to go to, Mm -hmm. you can just drag it through walls now to wherever one of those bugs are. And as soon as it, highlights it you can let go and she just teleports immediately which is how i accidentally solved the puzzle because i was like here i just need i want to look around the whole room again and and using because like that's how what i would use a bomb chew for in the last game because you could send them forever away that i would just scribble around the whole room getting getting the layout first and so mm-hmm. after I did one of those sessions of just looking around the room, I let go and Zelda just blinked across the map. And I was like, oh, yeah, that cool thing I was excited about. Yeah. Uh, this also introduces its own version of what I'll just call stop and swap, uh, where you go in. They have these platforms with a shape on it. And when Link and Zelda are both standing on it, it just switches them the, mm-hmm. a little conveyor belt or a little elevator takes them down mm-hmm. they come back up and mm-hmm. they're in two different places now uh this was uh, this the puzzles in this one were so complicated for me but i i tip my hat to it afterwards <laughs> because i'm like this is what i wanted i, I wanted enjoyed my complicated puzzles i enjoyed myself this was it wasn't a lot of uh um you know n- notation based malarkey no there's no reason to take (laughs) notes on it really like it's it is just sort of like figuring out okay if i swap myself here then i can hit this switch which Mm -hmm. will then do this and then i make zelda step on this switch that lowers the spike so then i can run back around in a circle and i'm like okay good this is i i have to think about this stuff and that we've been doing this for so long zelda games haven't made me really think that hard (laughs) like the puzzles like as we've been going through this series it's just sort of like the puzzles are an important part of a of a zelda game design but they're never that complicated and uh-huh. we've done it enough where i just i i long for something <laughs> like some complicated puzzles that give me that aha moment and we just don't get that i mean that's that's us being these these zelda veterans <laughs> who've gone through so many of these things oh, we're just man. like yeah we know what's we know what's going on but still 
I think my favorite part about this dungeon is like one of the mechanics is that Zelda can't walk across sand because she'll sink, mm-hmm. and then she just respawns like she fell in a pit. Um, but later, and she'll do it even if you call her. She's so dumb, she will be like, ah, "I fell in the sand." And you're like, "Come on, Zelda!" She's like, "Ah, I fell in the sand." Goes like, "Stop going in the sand." Yeah, you have a bridge. I made you a bridge. Don't go in the sand, uh-huh. <laughs> even when there's a bridge. Right? Uh-huh. Hey, look at the sand. But the, one of the cool things I thought was there's a section where you're almost inevitably going to get seen by one of the bug sensor guys, mm-hmm. and you can do it over a sand pit. So it, as soon as the phantom spawn, they drop into the sand and they die. Yeah. And I just love oh, that. Oh, that's nice. I didn't yeah. do that. Cool. I didn't. That's I didn't really think of that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, uh, I, I used to, I treated the little sand areas as like uh, bonus safety zones. Yeah, I think the uh, I, I I used a little bit of note taking around here only to stop myself from having to remind, like using Zelda's arrow to drag around the whole map to 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 remind myself exactly what was where, and so that was really the only. The only thing that made it any more difficult was we still have the map that we can look at, but I just couldn't, I didn't know exactly what was where. And the only way to figure that out was to just, yeah, take notes, I guess. And, or, uh, or just all... spend a minute scanning the whole room again. <laughs> uh, there's another ability that Zelda, I, I guess, had this whole time, but we haven't had to use it in the way that she can stop boulders for us, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> You you will put her in a way of these rolling boulders and she will just like put up her shield to immediately stop it. And it's just like, all right, Zelda, good, good job. <laughs> um, there's the one. Go ahead. Oh, there's one guy in here where there's two switches on the other side of uh, a patch of sand. And I was trying to figure out how to get him over there or he had to get Zelda over there over the sand and there is a little what a little bug right next to it. And so I presume you were supposed to use the windmill to blow the bug to the other side. Did, I never did that. Did no, no one yeah. do that? Did I skip something? Okay, I was wondering if I if I, I broke this, I but no you did? Okay. Yeah. Cuz I didn't use the 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 windmill but I used the boomerang just ever so slightly to tap it. Just just inch it over the sand. Ah, so and like, I was yeah, like, I used the boomerang to stun it and then blew it with the windmill over the yeah. side. Uh, just so I had a bit more time uh, to uh, to get then Zelda. And then, uh, yeah, blink there. Zelda over there mm. and then hit the two switches. And I forget what that unlocked. But I was like, did I do something sneaky and cool? I hope so. I'm going to tell <laughs> myself I did. There's there's something I noticed in this episode that we didn't bring up either, and this is a difference between this game and Phantom Hourglass. When you bring up your menu, the game pauses, mm, uh, brilliant. which is it's not absolutely brilliant. yeah, like it did do that in Phantom Hourglass, and that was so annoying. Did then no, nope. no, oh man, that's uh, like Dark the... Souls, man. Ooh. Yeah, I... yeah, this is not an MMO. You can't like, pause real life, guys. <laughs> where yeah and the other one you would have to you would have to do press the start button to bring up the save or quit oh, yeah. menu um, but if you wanted to just swap weapons and do all mm. that and you had to do that the game kept going this one pauses everything and it's just like oh great there you yeah. go I, I didn't I only just now noticed that because it does get a little bit more frantic uh, of you having to use multiple items in this episode <laughs> one uh, of them being Zelda <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, one of the last puzzle rooms that we deal with was, again, a totally different puzzle than we've dealt with before. Weird in its in its execution, but when I got done with it, I was like, okay, good job, good job. And this is where you have a room where there is an area on the right where there is a dark nut just going in a pattern. Yeah. And then an area on the left that is just a big open grid with these buttons on the floor. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't explicitly say, it just says that there's a stone that says, start with the button, start with the green button, end with the red button. That's all it really says. And And you have to basically, yeah, you have to pay attention to like the context clues. And that is where the other dark nut is moving in a pattern across here. And you need to match that pattern with Zelda. Mm -hmm. 
I ended up just looking this one up because I saw <laughs> yeah. it said start with the green, go to the red, and so I did that, and I just like reset automatically. I just drew mm-hmm. diagonal straight to the red, and I was like, okay, maybe there's like some sort of pattern that the changing tiles will reveal, and I couldn't get mm-hmm. to do anything, and I was like, I'm not, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> but it was I, a cool idea. I tried, I tried that stuff too. Uh, I, I and I was like, the only logical thing at this point is they want me to do what the dark nuts doing, I guess. But I tried the find a find a shape. I tried the walk on every single tile thing, oh. um, just to see what would happen. But then I missed a tile, and then I doubled back for it. And it didn't stop the pattern, and I was like, "Okay, that's not it," because because ordinarily uh, I did a- it would it would punish you for something like that. I did a Z. That yeah. was like one of my first attempts of being like, "Okay, the sacred shape." I was like, "A uh, triangle, let's do a, Z. a triangle has to be involved," but that's so weird because it the shape that you're making isn't uniform because the squares aren't set up like that, and so I was like, "It can't just be." A bunch of diagonal nonsense, right? Uh, uh, okay, I guess I'll follow what he's doing, and it worked. So, yeah. Fortunately, you don't have to be precise on those uh, on those. Exactly, tiles. they give you a little bit of wiggle room uh, because, yeah, if you had to if you had to walk precisely on in the individual squares, especially on the diagonals, that would have taken so long. But they've got <laughs> a, a square or two's grace either side. Thank, thankfully, yeah. But that just seems so weird. Like Nintendo kind of giving you a little bit of a like, ah, it's all right. You could be sloppy, and yeah. I'm like, I mean, I guess. It's I mean, for the, the same... drawing, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say like it's the same. If if you draw like you know a shape on a door, then yeah, there's gonna be a bit of a bit a little yeah, bit yeah. of buffer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we get up there, we get the last piece of map, and that completes the whole map for us. Then we get this cutscene where. Burn. Uh, maybe you don't remember him. Yeah. It's been a while since we talked about him. Uh, he's he's oh, the dude yeah. with the metal claw arm. Um, he shows up and he's just sort of like, oh, that's what's going on. Because <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> this is the last time we saw Burn. Uh, he was he basically killed Zelda. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, our plan's going just fine. Anyway, as, let's as move on. As the tower on. blows up. Uh, behind yeah. him, he kills Zelda. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, this game started out almost like like Mega Man Legends or something. Like we were gonna get this <laughs> kind of epic uh, anime thing going on, you know, with the end of the world and stuff. And then that uh, just all disappeared. But he's about to kill us, and then Angie jumps in, and she's just like, "Oh, you're back." She's like, "I'm. I knew you would be back. I, I'm hardcore, man." <laughs> uh, this is where we find out that Byrne was sort of a, an understudy of Angene here. Mm. Uh, he was he was one of the he was supposed to be like a protector of this or something like that. Um, he was and... trying to earn his wheels. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, that's that's a thing. When he gets to a certain point, they chop your legs off and they stick wheels on them, <laughs> turn you into a train car. That could be uh, eh? that that could be canon. I don't know. Uh, it's. Uh... I, I was fully expecting a uh, Angine was is his mother twist. That's what yeah. I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, when the, but then it was just an apprentice, and I was like, ah, that's less fun. Nah. I mean, it's, she, you know, nah. she fell in love with a legged person. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it was not meant to be. Uh, no. So, he, Burn he's... makes it clear that his desire was power. Yeah, and he got to the the limits that he could become powerful under Angene was not enough for him. This is this and is some this is some said, prequel nonsense right here. Or, or some Star Wars nonsense. Uh. <laughs> this is this is bad writing yeah. anime <laughs> movie sci-fi nonsense of just like I wanted power. Really? Cuz I love this. Lo- he was <laughs> like he was like the gods wouldn't would. answer my my like prayers, so I decided to transcend the gods themselves. Like, what if step aside, I mean, the gods I mean, war was the not? When you say it like that, <laughs> yeah, it no, no, but quite he, cool. <laughs> he did. No, he did say it like that. I was like, well, what if the what if what you want is unreasonable, dude? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, that that's just all I'm saying. Is just like, yeah, you can have 
a very intimidating and cool sounding character say those things and it's awesome but then when you look uh, you know overhead at everything you're just sort of like oh we've seen the story before but if he was if, just he was just a cool character that said it if we were running into him from time to time like like bolo or something you know from like legends 2 or like if this was a a, a persistent threat but like he shows up after we've completed the tower again like he's just like oh what the hell i was having a, a snack and uh the tower is back and it's it's why i bring up anime with this is because burn it could be cool but we know nothing about <laughs> him and we only assume things could be cool with him because he looks cool and that's like that is like anime where like you you know you have these vil- so i'm just saying you if this I, were I, anime you there'd so be a 45 minute flashback at the end of this dungeon to explain why like burn was abandoned in childhood and wanted the power of the gods to like resurrect his sister where just his saying. hand okay went. yeah that's how enough. he lost I his don't... hand trying to resurrect his sister i think I he don't... lost his hand sticking out of a train window and then oh, that's why yeah, you know what <laughs> Uh, no, fair enough. I don't watch enough anime, so my 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 experience is limited. Uh, but it, it it's just that thing of that we don't we we're not gonna know enough about Burn, and this is the second time we have seen him. We are almost done with this game, and so we're probably going to see him for a third time. Maybe we'll get a redemption arc with him where he will help us in the end or something like that. But that is almost certainly all we're gonna get from Burn. He'll pick Chancellor Cole up and throw him down an air shaft <laughs> as he gets electrocuted. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's falling down. And he's like, my two hats. But Anne Jean goes and distracts uh, Burn long enough to teleport us out. And then we get this last thing. Now, this is this was my favorite part of all of this, where Angie is just sort of like, let's settle this. And then it just like fades to black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope, I, I can't remember, but I hope we get to see a little bit of what transpires uh, in that battle because. Um, you, you ever, you ever done that she, game where you put your hands. <laughs> you ever done that game where you, you, you put your hands on the other person's hands and they try to slap it? Yeah. Slaps. Yeah, it's that. It's it's just that. It's probably that, isn't it? Yeah. You you use, <laughs> you use the X and Y button. You use the X and Y button, but it, it but it, it's not really. Yeah, it, it's just let's that. let's let's be honest. We're gonna see Burn, and he's gonna say, "I took care of Angie. She is she's not gonna help you." And you're, we're gonna be like, "Oh no, she's dead." And then we're gonna see her in the credits. Mm-hmm. Like that's how these games play out. Let's yeah. be honest. You'll say, "I took care of her," and then you'll see her like enjoying a lovely dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that burn was always so sweet <laughs> young man <laughs> so uh we got teleported out we have a new map let's go ahead and take a quick break when we get back we're gonna go meet our buddies the gorons yay hi it's me jeremy Parrish, co-host of the retronauts podcast the only video game history podcast that's been around so long, it's also a part of video game history. Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. Relive history with Retronauts, here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Hello, my name's Jonathan Dunn, host of the O3C podcast. Every week I'm joined by my two best gaming buddies, Chris and Minty, and we talk about the games we're playing, the games we love, and how they rank alongside our sacrosanct top 100 favourite video games of all time lists. Deep dives into gaming mechanics, history and lore abound, all topped off with lashings of irreverent wry British wit, witterings and wisdom. For details on the show and more, head to O3C.games and tune in every Monday on the HyperX Podcast Network. Take a time machine back to before the world went to hell, around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games, that's what I want to talk about. If you're cool enough, join us and listen to Less Than 2000, because that's all we talk about. Adam and Chad live Less Than 2000, now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. The Pugilist Punches Porcupines. Coming soon to HyperX.com, HP.com, and more fine retailers. The HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. The Cloud Alpha Wireless gets up to 300 hours of battery life. 
which means you could listen to my sultry voice read this copy 36,000 times on one charge. The Dual Chamber Drivers, enhanced by premium DTS Headphone X Spatial Audio, provide reduced distortion, allowing you to hear audio cues with pinpoint precision. Up to 300 hours of battery, two chambers, zero wires. The new HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. End of read script. So, we are back. Uh, we opened up the Fire Realm, and we can go into there. Now, I did end up accidentally going into, like, the Forest Realm first, and it was just like, oh, the only way to get into the Fire Realm is to go back through the Ice Realm. Mm-hmm. And so, I had to take the long way around through here. Uh, I did stop at the castle, and I got the last couple, like, treasure chests. That's when I did that. Mm. Uh, but took the long way around, got into there. Yeah, um, at this point, I've, I've uh, learned to... To look at the tower's little icon in the in the corner of the map, uh, to see like, are they gonna let us just leave from here or not? Because mm-hmm. not every well, time because, do they let us do that. Right. Well, when we last left, Angene teleported us out, mm. and we were at the main like spirit station. And Zelda is the one that goes and says like, which way do you want to go? And I was like, you didn't let me choose Fire Realm. So uh, I don't know. Well, ne- I'm going to have to do something. They never let you do that because the whole thing of the of completing the dungeon is reattaching it to the tower. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, yeah, that does yeah. make sense. Forgot yeah, that. yeah, that's that's true. I that's don't really true. listen to them when they're talking to me. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I clearly missed something here. I don't know where I'm going. Blah blah blah. I'm the hero. Yeah. I don't need choo, this. Choo, wheels, wheels, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, when we get into the Fire Realm, it is, you know, you get into here and there's a whole bunch of, like, other train tracks up in the north. But then you see two little stops that are just, like, right in front of you, basically. And so I went into one and thinking about the last one, I was like, one of these is a town. I'm not going to go to the town first. I'm going to go to this other thing because that's probably where the next Sage is. And so I went into there, got in there, and it was just like, it's the Goron shooting range. And I'm like, nope, not going to bother with this on this episode. Because I was just like running out of time. And I was like, I got to get this done. I don't have time for a shooting range. Oh, well, it, it makes you feel better. You can't do anything with it anyway. <laughs> okay, great. I, yeah, it, I wa- it. Wasted even less time. I skipped it because I, I had surmised that that was going to be a decoy. Because it was the first thing we could come to. And so I was like, I am going to skip that and go directly to the second thing. Exactly but very, very quickly realized that that was also going to be a problem. Well, I, yeah, they still. I was waiting for some sort of dark train to show up or some sort mm. of blimp to descend and try and steal something from my train. Like, I, mm. I didn't know what was going to happen. It also well, we get a I stop. Saw the, I saw the the one train just not moving. I was like, okay, something's up. No, that that's later. That that's is that later. later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, when we when we're getting up there, there is this like steep incline. Mm. The Zelda even makes a point of it. She was yeah. like, I hope the train can make it. And I was like, what's going to stop me? Something's going to stop me. No, no, nah, you it's could just fine. go ahead. You go into the Goron Village, and then we end up still getting the thing where we're going to have to go back and forth. Now. I do like that we end up getting rewarded with a train accessory that lets us do more things. So it's not just we get there, someone says, like, take me to this place, and then, but don't go too fast or too slow and make sure to honk your horn when I say so. People still say Uh, that. Yeah. You have to, like, you have to constantly be turning rides down. Be like, no, I can't. Sorry. Oh, do you have a train? Can I go? No. Sorry, Terry. I can't right now. Okay, hold on. (laughs) Maybe later. So we get into the Goron village and they basically mention about like, oh man, stuff's going crazy right now. Like, I don't even know why you're here. You, you pesky little human can't do anything about this. Uh, Racist. (laughs) Well, except for the one guy who's like, like, wow, you're pretty brave for a, for a 10 year old to make it all the way through (laughs) all this crap. Yeah. Here's the thing. We've been going through a lot of Zelda games. Almost every race in this hates the other races, except for the Gorons. The mm-hmm. Gorons are the nicest ones of all of them, are like the most accepting, like generally of them, where they're just sort of like, oh, if you're a good guy, you help us out. Yeah, you're one of us. No problem. Yeah. They'll, uh, they'll... The other ones are just sort of like, yeah, we'll give you this, but you'll never be a Zora. You got to marry like, cool, me. Thanks. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want this thing? We got to get married. And the other dude's like, hey, come on in here. We're going to hang out. <laughs> Join the drum circle, brother. Uh, so we uh, we get told that we need to go talk to the chief. And the chief is not here. And we have to go and take a little detour around here. We have to talk to, uh, was it Kangoron? Not the chief. We have to talk to Kangoron first. Yeah, he's like. Is he not the chief? He's not the chief. Or something. Yeah, he's not a chief. Oh, he's. Okay, what. There's a there's an elder, and then there's. Then there's an old guy. Yeah. Who's the but chief. The, el- the, the old guy's the sage. The old guy is the sage that we'll get to, right? So, Kangoron is the. Like the voice, like the not the oracle. What what the yeah. word for the he's person the medley. who speaks to the spirit of the mountain? He's he's, he's like medley. The, he one of those who's guys. talked to Valu. That's a sage. And yeah, I guess he's a sage. It's a sage. He's a sage, but he's not the train dude because that's a separate guy. Because the train guys are kind of the locomos are kind of like the sages, but he's a sage, but not a locomo. He's a sage it, in the mm. traditional sense. Yeah, he's a holy man. <laughs> He's a he's a monk. Try, yeah. So, yeah, we have so many terms that we could use to describe this, uh, but what we have to do is we have to go and take the a detour. Uh, I guess it's sort of the direct path. And if we were a Goron, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. But since we're a human with weak weak uh, burnable flesh, mm. uh, we burn? have to avoid here? where. No, oh. no, burn is definitely oh, not here. Excuse we're not going to see burn for a while, Oof. probably. Um. There's a bunch of boulders. There's lava pits we have to swing over, all mm. of that stuff. We do get introduced to a new enemy, uh, a completely new enemy of Fire Baba, uh, where this is one that looks like the Dikobabas that we've seen in, I guess, like, we we didn't see these in Phantom Hourglass. These things were want- wild. They were they were brand new. They scared the crap out of me because the first yeah. bomb flower you, I, I went to was actually a bomb flower. So I picked up oh, a bomb and was yeah. running with it, and then one of those things shot out of the ground. So yeah, yeah they're a pain, absolute pain. Because I, I was like using my whip because I was thinking, great, mm-hmm. like whip, I can get these from from far away. But if you whip right. them, then it pulls no problem. the whole head of it towards you and and eats you. It eats you. <laughs> so you I, can. I'd be honest, you can... I didn't see that coming. No, <laughs> no, not at all. You can. And, and I'm casually trying to kill him, too, because Tiffy walked out to, like, talk to me. And I was like, oh, I'll just hit this guy with the whip. Hey, what's up? And then all hell broke loose. And she's still trying to talk to me. And I'm just like, no, I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> this is not the right time. I don't think I've even you... still worked out, like, the, the, the best way to, to get rid of them. Like, I ended up just doing that, just whipping them, taking a bit of a chomp. And then uh, I... and then just just, you know... I believe what you are supposed to do, the most effective way of doing it, is throwing your boomerang at them. That will sever the neck, uh, similar to the babas that we've dealt with before. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, you just have to dodge the thing. You're not, uh, but you're, when you sever the neck, you're, the the head will just roll in a direction, <laughs> not towards you. Uh, okay. If you do it with the whip, it comes right to there you. There we go. There we go. The trouble is, I had to have to go into the menu to change that. Yeah. <laughs> if you throw a bomb at them, just throwing that out there. Throw what? If you throw a bomb at them, they die instantly. Oh, because they can is eat it... something. And there's there's bomb flies. Right. They give you a bunch well of bombs. So, did yeah. it did it like try to eat the bomb and then just blew up or just hit? No, it just took it to the too. neck and exploded. Okay, all right. Yeah. We all kill fire babas differently. Yeah, because yeah. I I would uh, I ended up just timing a sword strike out because they will lunge at you and if you lunge at the same time, cancels out. Clever. Kill it. Well, it doesn't cancel out. You kill them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's 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 that works. <laughs> uh, this also has a bunch of torches. There's an area with a whole bunch of torches that you light a couple of them, and it's just mm. like, here's a bridge. But if you keep going, there's a couple more to light. So yeah. There's another bridge that'll take you to the uh, stamp, a, a stamp spot. Yeah. yeah. Love those stamps. You know what? It's a, it's a simple thing, but it is satisfying stamping your book, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I like it. I still I like have you it. gone back, so you can redo it and adjust where it's going to be on the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, that's all it does. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, I must say, all page, of mine right? are very central. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is one per page. Okay. Yeah. So you just it just if you go back, it just takes you to the page that it's already yeah. on and lets you restamp. Yeah, um, you can't you can't cram like Goofy and Donald's autograph onto the same page. It's got a different page for each one. Yeah. Okay. Nope. <sighs> Anyway, uh, 
So after we go up to there, we talk to Kagoron, and he basically says, like, yeah, there's something that we need. Uh, I know you are a train conductor because I can just smell it on you. Yeah. Uh, and we go all the way back, and then he gives us uh, an attachment. He talks to the other Gorons, and he's just like, bring out the thing. Somebody and they were like, are you sure? The thing? thing? <laughs> no, I, I think my, my I, I literally texted Brian when I when this part happened. Because it was like, what did I... The the direct quote is, I was thinking of giving a freight car to this child. And I was just like... <laughs> I, I was like, Jonathan Jonathan called it from the start. He nailed it from the start. <laughs> yeah, I, was, <laughs> I think my, my response to you was just, good thing this child came along, because we were probably all going to die. <laughs> the legend of zelda yeah and then yeah my thing is yeah the, the quote is attributed to every hylian ever <laughs> mm. um yeah i was just gonna stand here and wait for wait wait for death but then this child came by and saved us all cool um i knew exactly what needed to be done but i wouldn't have done it without telling this child <laughs> somebody get this kid a freight car quick so that's what he that's what they bring out uh we get the the ceremonial freight car attachment it's ne- and, I mean, uh, it's never been more temple of doom than it is right now uh and we are then tasked to go and bring some ice and they're just like if you know someone that has some ice bring it here uh we do because we've met many people of this world we have traveled many places uh and so I don't. Did you guys know straight away where to go? No. I mean, I, I, I assumed. I, I hit and, all uh, of the snow towns. Yeah, I, I, it turned out I assumed correctly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just go. To, you just go into the snow realm immediately. Get off. Grab some snowballs and just be like, here, here you go. Here yeah. you go. Here's a handful of snow. They said it had to be uh, somewhere like snow, somewhere cold, and there's like only one place that's actually inhabited, really. So. Mm. Well, yeah, yes. This Annoyingly, I, when by the time I got there, and you had to take the the guy to the uh, the guy in the village, who says, "Oh, can you take me to a spring so I can make some mega ice?" Um, mm-hmm. For a start, I was like, "Oh, okay, great. That that sounds like the solution here." Um, but I already had somebody as a passenger in my train. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I know they just you can't. I know the world's out. ending and everything, but, but apparently this somebody, guy... needed a, somebody needed a husband. So there's a guy with a big <laughs> nose and facial hair uh, on my on my train, and there's no there's no easy way to get rid of them. So all I did, the only way to get rid of them is to give them a a really bad journey. So I I got back onto the train tracks. I'd get up to full speed, slam the brakes on. I did that six times before the guy then just went, you know what, I, I think I'm going to get off. Um, and so, so I got rid of him. I'm just imagining getting into a cab in like New York City of a guy who just does not want yeah. a fare right now. <laughs> this is like you were driving around a yellow car in New York City and you, you parked somewhere and someone got in you're like, what are you doing? And they're just like, yeah, take me down here. I'm like, no. This is not a cab. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, like, so I gave... you, you're actually an Uber driver and you just pick up somebody and then you're like, wait, I, I, I need to actually pick up this other ride. <laughs> yeah. I have to go to my real <laughs> yeah, job right now. Yeah. So good news is that my, my train car is now free. Bad news, my <laughs> rating's down to two stars. Uh <laughs> Oh yeah, so like, well, no. Won't so I had to make I had to make that rather dramatic detail and uh, <laughs> lose, lose some respect from the chief of a village. But um, but hey, uh, oh god, I'm on my he way was to the one too. Rice. You had like a you <laughs> you <laughs> had a foreign <laughs> diplomat in your car. I did, I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ambassador. Trade negotiations have gone absolutely south uh, <laughs> down, down that part of the world. Get... Because of this little boy in his train. Yeah, we'll get you yeah. to the UN some other way, sir. <laughs> oh, we better get this child a freight car. That's the worst that happens. <laughs> Whose idea was this? A whopping recession. <laughs> it's everybody's idea. That's the problem. <laughs> We're all complicit. <laughs> we we just wanted to grow up and go through puberty and all that. And instead, we have to save the world. <laughs> Uh, no, anyway, uh, we talked to the Sanuki, and he says that we need mega ice. 
and in order to do that, you have to take him to a, a place where there is just a big, clean, like, body of water, and it's just next door. Like, you just get into there, and he's just sort of like, I'm. Just, if you were so obsessed with Mega Ice, yet you were you weren't where the Mega Ice is. So, like, I just I don't understand what your point was. He's like, uh, but we go. Go well, he says this is their greatest export. Like this is their GDP is mega ice. And they just And we steal it from another town. <laughs> Ooh, there's some commentary there. We're not gonna get into it, but there's some commentary there. <laughs> I mean that's the Anuki, right? Like there's there's social commentary there, but we're not getting into it. It's uh-huh. the industrial yeah, like, Hold on, I need to set my lab up, so um find a good place. <laughs> We need, we need to stop at a pharmacy on the way there. Uh, so we need a good water source for this. We uh we get over to there. He says like, "Oh, this is a great spot for mega ice. It's gonna take me a while, so go away. Uh, if you just go into a building and go out." And he's yeah. like, "All done." Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, "Hey, I got I do have some uh some odds and ends I could uh, uh some errands I could run. You know, sell some things to Linebeck uh the Twa and uh you know you whatever." Need- why does it, the game like just on a technical front? Why does the game need to make you d- wait to do that? Even though it's I just a fraction. Of- I don't know. Is the is like the DS so underpowered that it takes like a minimum <laughs> no, of two minutes to generate the sprite of a bit of ice? It's another Zelda thing. It's just it is this scripting thing to make you feel like you're in this world where it's like, oh, it's going to take time. Go run some errands. Like they want they want to encourage you to be like. You know, they believe that they set up this world where you are just like, oh, great. I need I have all these other things that I want to do in this time. And Mm -hmm. then when you come back, it's the thing I said before, where the game, when you shut it off and turn it back on, Mm -hmm. things happen. They expect you to be playing this every day or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's not that that's not how we're playing it through this and so we're looking at this as, uh, with an overhead view of like this is actually how they designed it and i believe this is what their intention mm. was <clears throat> Luck- luckily i went into the building just to make sure that there was no more ferris stuff to do and then walked mm. out and he was like hey i got ice I'm like oh cool good this this is going to show off the uh, in-game clock for the DS, where it's going to take 12 real-time hours before the ice will be ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, imagine that. Um, oh, I'm sure, I mean, there's plenty of games that have done that. Yeah, I'm so no. glad Zelda has not mm. has not crossed that line. Whatever, if they put town building into Zelda, you would lose your mind. Yes, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a lot uh, like Bravely Default. I'm not getting into it, but it's different. Uh, so... We get a bunch of ice, and then he explains to us, we're like, this ice is fragile. It's also ice, so don't go to a fireplace, <laughs> which is exactly where we need to take it. I think he needs to pick a better name than Mega Ice, then. I'd probably say, like, <laughs> Mediocre Ice. <laughs> Pretty good ice. Tenuous ice. Whatever. This ice doesn't melt, man. This is, like, reared in ice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that uh, got awful movies. I can't help it. I know, I know. I, I hate that I know it too. Uh, so we uh, we go into the fire realm and we leave with twenty pieces of mega ice. Now, if we take any damage, we lose a piece of ice, and then over time, that number ticks down too. If we're in a, so, a non ice realm, yeah. As soon as we get into mm. something a little bit also warmer, that going happens. too fast around corners. Huh. Was that one of them? No, I think... I don't think so. So I, I think it's if you slam on the brakes, so same if you're carrying a passenger, if you slam on the brakes, <laughs> you lose some. But the way that they express it is like, oh, if the cart tips, which makes it sound yeah. like it would, mm-hmm. you would lose it on the corners, but I don't think you actually do. Okay, because yeah, because I didn't... Because I slammed on the brakes a couple times too, and it was fine. But yeah, I, I, I noticed uh, a knows, little bit knows. more of an animation on the train as I was going around a corner fast. And I was like, oh, maybe I should slow down or something. Uh, now, when we get up there, the game, I mean, I could immediately tell it was just like they don't want me to take the quick path. Yeah, because yes, they yes. put they put a little evil train like right up at the end. And I know if I got up there, uh, a cutscene would happen where it would start following wee, me. Wee. So I just immediately turned left and was like, we're taking the long way. Still wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, I had to actually make, I mean, it was close, but, and this is actually what, like, I wanted the game to be if they were going to do this to us. It's just like, make me have to think about this stuff and pay attention to this. 
and they did it on this one. Yeah, I'm just uh, say at this point just how absolutely horrible the Fire Realm looks. It is so it's ugly. Boring. It is yeah. so ugly. I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm colorblind, but I I can barely see a thing. I don't know. It's just <laughs> dirt. Just, it's just red and oh. oranges and slightly orangey reds. I, I, I mean, I haven't gone bunny hunting in Fireland yet, but I... I, oh. I got one bunny in here. I, I, I don't yeah, know I what colour they're going to be, but I hope it's, like, bright white. Uh, otherwise, I'm not going to be able to see them. <laughs> I don't think they are. I think they're just, like, a dark pink. Grey. Yeah, probably just soot. Yeah. <laughs> that Mulch. would make sense. Bog. Bog-coloured. Um, yeah, they tried to so, do this to us last week with the uh, underwater ocean section where... Oh, I love that bit. Like, yeah, where they, they kind of did it like a that. fake out where you, you have to pay attention. But with this one, mm-hmm. it was a little bit more involved. Mm-hmm. We make our way around. We drop off the ice. Uh, that frees up the, the fire geyser that is mm. at the entrance here. Uh, then we can go and we're actually ready to go and talk to the... Uh, the lo- what are they called? Locomo. Locomo. Um, we're we're ready to talk to the next uh, guy, train sage, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> train sage. Uh, this this is this is Imbros. Yeah, Imbros. Um, so like so, Imber. I, I took that and as Ambrose. Um, and so we do the song with him. This is where like this was the most frustrating for me. Because I think it was the tempo that I just didn't quite match. Where you were supposed to do the first note, have a pause, then yep, do the rest of a it. A little bit of a pause mm. on that one. I think and I was yeah, like after my absolute was, calamity with Carbon or whatever his name was. Carbon <laughs> Corbin? Jeremy Corbin? No, I don't know. I can't remember what he was. Um, that that guy. He was no, uh, it's it's Corbin Burnson. It's, it's even worse. <laughs> it's uh yeah, after that I think I sort of I, I came into this one being like, right. I, I've just got to stick to the rhythm. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I just listened to the the metronome and did that, and I was, it was okay. It was okay. I I, I got this one in one because mm. last time it just broke me, and I was yeah. like, I think yeah. I know exactly how to how to do this now. And like, yeah, it was all I did was just move it as fast as I could past the the open note because they gave us another one mm. where there's an open oh, note yeah, in between course. again. Yeah. But but last week the open note was all the way at the end of the flute, so you didn't have to Yeah, yeah. So you didn't have to um worry about like going too far. But um Yeah, this time you have to like you have to have some restraint, but I, yeah. made, I made it work. It's still like the response the responsiveness, the responsivity, the that's a word. Don't look it up. It's uh, mm. the responsivity of the, of the 3DS microphone is still... Hey, it's your language, man. Whatever. It's just... Yeah, exactly. So, so by default, I'm right. Um, it's a perfectly cromulent word. It's um, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's, it's just the angle you have to blow at. And then versus the fact that you do still have to see what you're doing so you can... Uh. It's, it just continues to be a horrible endeavour. <laughs> mm-hmm. It made me think, like, I thought if they... If they decided to port these games onto, God forbid, the Switch, um, which doesn't have a microphone or some sort of like, you know, I don't think there's any sort of blowing based input. <laughs> How are they going to map those um, controls to the control yeah. sticks? I here's I'll just throw this out. If they do it, it's going to be a remake. It's not going to be a port. Yeah, yeah. It'll be something that still uses the touch screen and drawing the it's maps exactly, on it. Yeah. But it'll change over like a bunch of the other things, yeah. you know. But I think yeah, I've I've been I've been in in that sort of mindset playing the the uh the recent Pokemon remake and thinking about like Link's Awakening and stuff and I'd still. This is obviously a massive tangent, so sorry about this. But I, I'd love to see a, a remake of like the Oracle games, and I think these Absolutely. games, these games mm-hmm. could 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 work if they were remade with modern controls. Like, let let me control uh, my character with a control stick. I'm just gonna. Say, I know that might be a little bit uh, of a of a contentious thing. I don't know. That's but, too much to ask for. But. but yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever thought of doing that, where you use the control stick to control. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just. I'm, a, just, I'm afraid there is a mod gonna, out there that does that. I'm a, yeah, there is. Uh, it's is, funny is though. You have to <laughs> to use a button to because 
the the degree to uh, how far away your stylus is from Link controls how fast he goes. There's sure. a button to slow your run down, not to speed oh. your run up in the in the little button mod that you can use. Uh, so once we, uh, play this song, we get the rest of the map unlocked. And then when we make our way back out to the Goron town, we're stopped again by Kagoron. And he, he tells us that, okay, there are these keys that are being held by the giant snurglers, mm -hmm. uh, that are flying around right. and there's, Managers, they're, they're, right. Yeah. You know what? Shift, I was thinking. You know, I, managers, right. I didn't. I didn't think that my daughter had said her first word yet, but I think she's just been saying <laughs> "snuggle." Such a big fan of this game. <laughs> Turns out she has been um, talking. She just loves it. Snuggler. So there, there are tricks to beating these snugglers, and the other Gorons know about it. And that is, you have to play a song uh, at them that is a quick note and then a long note <laughs> on your horn. Choo, choo. The um, <laughs> then you you also have to go uh head first at them uh -huh. you can't come from behind because they them. are way too fast for you they are then fat. they also they are mm. they also men mention about how they one of them says as soon as you get the three keys you should come back here immediately yeah. because these things are powerful i thought i, didn't I do misread that. that i i didn't I do that didn't do that because i thought I I because I, I'd had my fingers burned by leaving the tower and everything uh -huh. resetting. I thought maybe I misread that. I've got these three keys. I may as well go. I'm just going to go straight to the dungeon. I now. was afraid that if I ran straight into the dungeon, they would be like, "Oh, you didn't wait for the 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 the, the trap to finally end, and now you got to do it again." And so I mm. immediately hightailed it out back to the town. When when and you go when... back to the map, are, are they still there? They, no, the, no, the, you, the you, you keep your keys, and they're and you they're keep gone. Keys and, and they're oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. So that Good. was nice. That makes sense. But because yeah. I got to town and was like, okay, I don't remember which Goron told me that, and I talked to everyone, and and none of that, like everyone was just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Like, hey, who's the guy who said to bring the keys back? And he was like, why I, that Goron's been dead for thirty years? Marge, Marge <laughs> sent you. You know. So, so uh, yeah, I went back. I was like, I swear to God, if if I have to do this all over again, and luckily, no. Great. Uh, yeah. Hi. So here's the thing. <laughs> I loved, I loved this, except for the fact that this game is clumsy, and so you had to deal with the clumsiness of the game. Mm. Like, I love what they were trying to do with it, where you had to constantly path out where you were going keeping an eye on where these other ones were going mm -hmm. when you get up to them you had to do multiple things that used basically you know everything that you've learned in terms of the train mm -hmm. where you use the horn properly you hit the guys with their bombs after you've done that they drop a key but then they will still hunt you down mm -hmm. so you have yeah, to keep in mind where they're right? at uh, and then still like trying to Pac-Man your way through this thing to hit the other ones in the right direction. Um, and I thought it was really, really good, yeah. except for the fact that I was still playing a DS Zelda game. And so I had to deal with sliding left and right. And then even after I drew a new route, sometimes the game would just be like, no, I'm still going on the road. I had I'm that like, happen Why? once. At least, <laughs> like, uh, at least the frame rate stays steady. Mm. No, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask about Single that. Single digits. <laughs> then you got to oh, uh, move the camera around because uh -huh. as your train turns, the camera you know will stay in place. And so if you're trying to like, you know, if, if the guy is about like right about to be on top of you, and you know you're you're about to mm. hit your horn, and then. You take it. You, you turn a corner, and now you can't see anything. Like imagine this game remade for the Wii U that uses the two screens, mm -hmm. where you could have your your switchboards on there and all that, but then you could also have the gyro aiming, Ooh, yeah. where you could have it where you could be looking through there, and then on the front on the big screen you'd have the the train map that you keep an eye on there and do like there's there's so many other cool ways that they could have interpreted this. Of course, the Wii U didn't exist <laughs> at this time. VC so doesn't have to really imagine. Yeah, well, I don't have to imagine this. But they didn't do it. They didn't remake it. On I, there. But imagine, imagine how much more ugly that realm would have to be in order to get it to run at a constant, even just a constant twelve frames per second. Like they clearly sacrificed everything to get it, even as choppy as it is. And that's yeah, that's a big deal for Zelda games because they do not like they, they 
they make sure that like these games they don't run like super smooth but it's rare that we get slowdowns like yeah. this. Like, like it mean, is, like, it is. You have to cause some chaos. Uh, yeah, I mean, in a Zelda game, like I a link, a link point of worlds. order, the sixty-four Zelda games. But you know, whatever. Will, Those things yeah. run at like eight but that frames already a second. Re- so yeah, that thing already <laughs> defaulted to running at 10, 10 yeah. frames per second. Yeah. like that was the default for it. Like, it's, I, I'm still amazed at the technical prowess of uh, Link Between Worlds that it runs at a constant sixty frames per second mm. with stereoscop with the stereoscopic three D on. So it's running mm. at hundred. A solid 120 frames per second. Mm. Oh, anyway. you buy man. And another thing that would be cool if this game was made on a different system is, I'd like to see other trains that aren't just explosive bomb trains. Mm. Like <laughs> yeah, in the very yeah. beginning, we ran into other conductors, and it'd be cool if there was like a world where you're like going around, and there's different types of trains. You're meeting different people. There's mm. like. You know, different you don't just Royal have to train back up. Maybe you can switch you know, to a different track to... to avoid running into someone. I don't know. It'd be cool. Yeah. Like, imagine if all of the train tracks actually were two train tracks. Yeah. So you could see other things coming the same way or going the same way. And you could catch up Absolutely. to them and yeah. pull off a heist or, you know, do an escort of a, of a like you said, of like a royal carriage or something. Oh, <laughs> do so much. That's, that's, that's the twist in Breath of the Wild too. is it's actually a spirit track sequel. And you know, halfway through the game, everything just turns into trains. Oh, That's fine. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, well, actually, no. Yeah, in place of the DLC motorcycle, we get a train. <laughs> I'm that. in. <laughs> Whatever. Uh so we get those keys, and we can go into the temple, and that is where we are going to wrap up this episode. Uh, for the next episode, we're going to be finishing the temple as well as doing a sweep. This is the the final temple before like the end game whatever is waiting for us there so go and you know pick some people up take them where they need to go like do what you were supposed to be doing when you applied to be a train conductor <laughs> to begin with uh and you know do all that help some people out we'll be back here we'll talk about it on down the line